2: What's up, everybody? This is Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. Hey, y'all, and I'm JJ Crable.
0: Hey, y'all, and it's Cat. Hey,
3: y'all. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. And uh, today we've got our uh, guest Maria joining us by phone. How are you doing, Maria?
1: Good. A little bit cold since uh, this cold front came out of nowhere. Oh no! Oh. You're
0: and you're in Texas, right? Yes. So we're not used to. Being pulled. yeah. Do they say y'all in Texas? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're a little bit. Uh, we're actually uh, a border town where I'm at, so not not so much. Okay, it's, uh, uh, you go a little bit of north, and then yeah, you start getting it a lot more. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, y'all is basically like you know the English ustedes because we don't have a plural you. So I think I think that's a
2: mistake of the English mm-hmm. language. We gotta we gotta have a plural you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh maria you reached out to us via email um saying that you had some haunting experiences that you wanted to share on our podcast
1: uh yes i've actually uh had several experiences um growing up there was different things that happened to me and since i'm a very curious person i would look into it and find nothing and then the lazy me would kick in and I'd just be like, okay, forget it. But it would stay, it would still stick with me and just say, uh, you know, still kind of look into it and, and try to redo it or, or reenact it in a way to see if it was possible for something to just, just, you know, for it not to be supernatural. And I couldn't. <laughs> I've seen several things growing
3: up oh my goodness! do you uh know like when these do you know when these experiences started to happen like how old were you
1: um i'm pretty sure as a little girl i've had several but the the most reason i remember was as a teenager because that's when i would stay up the most while everyone's asleep and and the house was all, all uh, quiet that's when i would uh, hear the most things or see things Stuff like that.
2: And then um, on a scale one to 10, 10 being I completely believe in ghosts, they're all real, zero being ghosts aren't real. Where do you fall on that scale?
1: Um, I think I would say an eight because I've seen so many things, but part of me is still like, no, that can't be possible. Right. <laughs> so I, like I said, I try to see if there's a. a an explanation but I really never can find
2: wow an 8 an eight's one of the highest numbers I think we've had on the, we've had a couple 10's but an 8 is yeah. pretty high yeah it's awesome
1: <laughs> yeah, Um I didn't believe in any of that but then I met this lady and she said that she had like uh, the ability to see ghosts and spirits and, and all these things and that I had it but that I was born with it and it came through my family and then a bunch of the stuff she told me was stuff that had happened to me and I had never told anybody before that. So I was just really surprised and that kind of made me believe in it a little bit more.
2: Oh, um, wow. So it sounds like you met maybe a medium or a psychic who kind of informed your beliefs of ghost a little bit
1: right
3: and uh I, she said it came through your family
1: yes that it came from my grandma and that i was not the only one in the family and then at that time my grandma had just passed and so i was kind of uh, confused and then she just said oh she's getting mad because i'm telling you this she didn't want you to find out she wanted you to stay like protected of, of, of everything Wow. because she said your son also has it and and it was just kind of creepy. So,
3: so did anyone else in your family know about your grandmother having these gifts?
1: Um, no, no. Um, I've had some cousins, you know, say like, oh, I saw this in in her room, and like, uh, one of them used to say that they saw like this demon type thing, and then another one say would say they would see like women, different women, just that, just like they would just walk from one another room to the other, and that's it. But then they would go out of it, and they just never talked about it again. They were like little kids. So
3: and she also said your son has this. How old is your son?
1: My son right now is ten. At that time he was um, eight, and so my grandma was very protective of my son. At that time I would work, so he would stay with my mom while I would get home, and my grandma would be there. So they would always be. T- they would spend a lot of time together. So that also made me believe because my grandma was very protective of him.
3: And has he shown any kind of? Uh signs of of having this ability
1: um i i've tried asking him but uh, right now he's in the whole video games and not paying so much attention uh-huh. when i ask uh so but i really don't want to push him because they she did say that he was very powerful but i mean more more he had more uh more ability than me that's what she said uh but that he still was a child so he did not have the protection that i had as an adult that i can defend myself he still he still didn't have that he still didn't know how to control it is what she was trying to say I guess.
2: now wow. since you learned that you have these gifts would you say that the frequency of being visited by ghosts or spirits has increased and have you learned how to kind of control your powers since that time
1: at that time i was having a lot even before i met her uh We were staying at my parents' house while we finished our house. So in the room that we slept in, they're basically out the window. It it was just so many. And and I don't see them like as persons. I just see as a shadow. And I've been seeing them for the longest time. So I just learned to live with it. And so it happened the most at night. And since at that time I was working from home, I would work mostly during nights as well. So sometimes I would see them and I would not pay attention to them. But there's uh, the way I see them is in in, in uh, like a shadow basically and then the darker it is was well, the darker the person seemed to be uh, just you know bad intentions not something like demonic per se but it was just people with bad intentions stuff like that and so um, I would see a lot but then there was some that would like to crowd around the window and and I could just feel that they just w- excuse me, wanted to get to my son, which was, he was a baby at that time. It it was just so hard to deal with that. So during that whole time, I would be experiencing a lot that. And then, so when I met her, uh, she was a seamstress, and she just told me from. She just started telling me. She goes, as soon as I touched you, I knew you were something like that, and I just want to tell you. And she's like, my husband doesn't like me talking about it, but you're, you have this gift, and and I was like, okay. And so she started telling me all these things, and kind of with things that I went through, and I said, yeah, that happens to me too. And she, so it, it, um, I mean, I didn't say yes to her, but I was going through my head like yes, how does this lady know all this? Ah. So that just kind of made me believe into it more.
3: And what kind of things did she know? Like like she knew that you were seeing these kind of shadowy figures?
1: Uh, yes. She would say, um, like, I know you can feel, like you you feel their feelings or whatever intentions they have. And she goes, and I, I can tell that you see just, the, you don't see a full, like, apparition. You just see, like, shapes, like darkness, uh, like a shade. And uh, she goes, I can hear them speak to them, but she goes, you can't yet. But if you, you know, work on it or, or study it, like you'll be able to, things like that.
2: And how have you dealt with having these abilities to be able to see these shadow people and feel their intentions?
1: Uh, um. Well, I was a very curious person. So as soon, like whenever I would see like a shadow, I would actually like turn on the light and go and check it out. And I'd see nothing. So I'd be like, okay, maybe it's just me being tired or I would just put it off, try to put it off out of my mind. And then later on when I would like be okay with it, like I would think about it and I'd try to like, find out a way to see that shadow again and I wouldn't be able to.
3: And do you ever hear them speaking?
1: Um, no, no, I've never heard anybody speaking most i felt is like uh emotion i felt like um sometimes their anger or their sadness but while i was speaking to this lady she did say that uh me and my son especially my son were like um how can i explain it like those lanterns that they have for the bus, they're just attracted to it so where they like this light to them and all you see is the light so they just go in the tr- and they're they go straight to it and so the ones we attract the most are people mostly with like darker intentions and which were the ones that i mostly would mostly see but um they wouldn't really come near me i was i always felt like there was this bubble around me and i could make it grow or make it uh, closer to as, as far as i needed to so i could feel safe
2: so it sounds like even though you you have a sensation or a feeling that they're, you know, maybe evil or, or kind of bad. Um, they've never actually caused you any harm. Is that fair to say?
1: Right. They, they never caused me any. I think the worst that I've ever gone was when you have like that sleep paralysis that you feel like you can't wake up and you're just like screaming or trying to move. I think that was the worst that they ever were able to get to me.
2: So you were asleep and had sleep paralysis or you were awake and they caused you to be frozen like you were having sleep paralysis?
1: I was asleep. I I knew I was asleep because I I turned everything off. Uh, I went to bed and I I fell asleep and it was like I started dreaming but it was still it was it was like just me being there awake I I don't know how to explain it that's just the way I felt and then I would see one on top of me sitting and they'd just be staring at me and then the rest would be trying to get to my son which would be laying next to me but uh again I would do that in the dream I could I could just see the bubble around him and not around me but as long as he was fun and that that was it so I would try and like wake up and scream to get him away from my son because that was the only way I knew how to protect him That was it was the only wow. and then and then either I would just it would last for a while I mean it wouldn't be something like quick where I, then all of a sudden I would just jolt awake. Mm-hmm. I'd be there trying to to get him off of him for I felt for a while never really checked and it was it's been quite a while since I've had that that sensation I haven't had that in a long time it was only when he was a, a small child like Uh, to maybe four years old
0: that's when they stopped so in your email you talked about the last place you worked at a cemetery can you tell us a little bit about that uh experience
1: well the cemetery i never really saw much except that one time with the name plates which every now and then i would cover at the funeral home that we had in a different city uh on the weekends on saturday so it would only be me that would go in whenever it was my Saturday to go in, and that was it. The only person that would ever go in every now and then would be the mailman to deliver or if there any payments that came in. So there was hardly any people coming in. But at the cemetery, there was one occasion where uh, I was closing. I heard somebody say hello. So we have two doors, and so I thought somebody had came in through the back door. Somebody left, One of the employees left it open, and they unlock it when they left. So I went back. And I checked, and there was nobody there. And so I said, okay. So I turn off all the lights again, and I go back to the door to lock. I make sure it's locked, and I go back to the front door to leave. As soon as I put my hand on the handle again, I hear, hello. And so I just said, uh, I'm tired. You're just going to stay here for the night. <laughs> and I just... Uh, opened the door and locked up and left. I, I didn't go back to check, but I just kept hearing hello.
0: Wow. So
2: you don't currently work at the cemetery, is that correct?
1: Uh, right now, no. I, I left, uh, I stopped working there July last year.
0: Now, is this name tag story that you referenced, is that the same story that you emailed us about with the um, like the little boy that you saw? No, that was uh, that also happened at the cemetery in the office. Um, and it was, it's a completely different story. Uh, could, you, could you take us, take us through that story? Sure. Um, so it, the
1: building is old. It's an old cemetery. It's been there for at least 80 years or maybe even more. Mm-hmm. I know the house had, it has been, it, it used to be a house and then they slowly turned it into an office as the years went by, especially after once it was acquired by the company that I used to work with. So we, we've been, uh, moving stuff around. While I was there, we started moving stuff around. We redecorated everything because it was, it had not been redone so long. So we made the office look way better. We painted everything. And then, so then we had two counselors, which was the, the ones that would help the, the people, the customers come in and, and, you know, assist them in either planning a funeral or any, uh, if they wanted to purchase like the, the plots for the, from the cemetery different stuff like that we started putting up our um the name the name plates on the on the side of the door so that way people would learn to just because uh, they would come in and say well, I was attended by and they would just point to the door <laughs> and they wouldn't remember the name so we just decided to put the names on the on the door so they they always kept the same office so the day we put the plates it was already late in the afternoon so we just closed up and left and then the next morning i, I would be the one to open and so i come in and i find one of the the plates on the floor. And so jokingly, I texted the manager, uh, my boss, and I sent her a picture of the thing on the, fl- on the plate on the floor. And I said, somebody doesn't like Nicole, <laughs> which is the person that, uh, the name that, that we had put on there. And we just laughed about it and left it like that. And now these things were stuck to the wall because we tried, we put one a little bit crooked and we tried fixing it and there was no way we could take it off. At least now with either uh bending it or uh ripping out the wall because it was like stuck on there it was it was that thing was really hard for us to even try to move we could not do it not even the the maintenance guys could do it so we were like how did it fall maybe like maybe maybe it didn't stick on so well as we thought or whatever the next uh we just continue on like normal the day the next morning that i come in the other one was on the floor and so I said, well, now they don't, uh, I guess they don't like it. Uh, we just started kind of like speculating on what could have happened. Like we tried to recreate it. it Maybe somebody passed by and did this. We tried all sorts of things. And again, like we said, that thing was hard to take off. I had a hard time taking it off the floor because it had fallen with the tape the tape facing down. We had cameras, so I said, why don't we just look at the cameras? And she looked at my mouth like, I'm scared to watch it. And I said, let's watch it all together. And so we were looking at it. And you don't see in the shadow operation or nothing. You just see the plates just fly off the wall. Wow. Like somebody was inside the, the office and just 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 hit it and it just flew off.
3: So they didn't and, they didn't uh, just gently yeah. fall off the door then? There was like some like projectile force <laughs> behind it?
1: Right, it, it the first one, it, it it looked like it was just, like somebody was sliding it out because it was one old slide one, so it looked like somebody was sliding it out, and then it just falls. Oh my goodness. And then the sticker part that holds it, that one just uh, flies off, hit the wall, and then hits, and then comes towards where my desk was at. And then the other one, the next day, uh, that one just flies off altogether.
2: Do you guys still have that video or do you think it's been uh, deleted at this point?
1: No, yes. Uh, my my boss should still have the video. I think she does have it. Uh, on I'm not sure if on her phone or something, but I know she does still have
2: it. Well, she still has it. We'd love for you guys to email that to us and maybe put it with the uh, podcast on Instagram. If that's something that you guys would be okay with.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll talk to her so she can send it to you. Oh, thank you. Great.
2: So now um, I was looking in the email. It looks like there was a story about a kid and some curtains. Does that sound familiar?
1: So again, I was covering, for. that uh, was my turn to cover that Saturday at the funeral home. I was by myself. Nobody was there. And so I was working on some stuff and I was already very heavily pregnant. So I kept getting hungry all the time and very forgetful. So I forgot to pack my lunch. I was at work and I got hungry. Usually when they, at uh, the funeral home, they'll have meetings with the um, other managers from different locations. They'll leave like chips or snacks there. Um, so I went to the kitchen and I looked and I couldn't find anything. Now the kitchen is right across from the, the chapel. So as I was walking out, I noticed that the curtain was pulled off to the side. And I didn't know that there was windows there to look in from the hallway into the chapel. So I was so... Uh, amazed by it, and I was looking into it, and I wanted to see how big the window was, and so I was pulling at the curtain, and when I, I was looking at it, I see the little boy right here in the corner, like, kneeling on the cue, just staring at me. What?
2: And this yeah. didn't look like a shadowy figure. This was an actual like, apparition of a child? Yeah,
1: it, exactly. I and mean, he it wasn't, it wasn't see-through or nothing. I could see him like he was just a regular little boy, just staring up at me. Wow. And so I started looking around, like, why is there a little boy here? And I started thinking maybe one of the doors was open and they came in from the outside because the funeral home was surrounded by uh, houses. Was, so I, I don't know. I was trying to figure out what it was and I, I looked all around the funeral home and I couldn't find nobody in them. And so I went back to, to, it, to the chapel and he wasn't there anymore. And so I was like, okay. It's just me being hungry or whatever. And I just went upside down and continued working. Uh, and then come Monday morning, I tell my boss about it and she was like, Oh my God. And then, and she was like kind of thinking. And then she tells me she was going to send me a picture, uh, and to like to see if it was him. And so when I get it, I'm like, yeah, that's the little boy. Cause I was like, it was a little boy, like, but well, like a, for sure a taller, maybe three or four at the most. And he was,
0: he was so adorable. And he, sorry. Yes. So this little boy, had he like been to that place before? D- did they recently have a funeral for him or what was that about?
1: Yes. He had, uh, unfortunately passed and they had held a service there in that chapel for him. And I, I don't know why he happened to just show himself there for me, but he did. It had been quite a while. I think even the, 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 this, uh, the service had already. I think it, I, I'm not sure if it'd been a year at least or, or something like that, but I know it had already been a while. She said she had to go. She had to look through her, through her emails or through her stuff for a while. Wow! Um, but and it wasn't that recent. And so, is that the only then, time
2: you've seen a human apparition, and it not look like shadowy figures?
1: Uh, yes, yeah, that was the only time.
3: Oh my goodness! And did anyone else um, at the funeral home did uh, they ever see this boy?
1: Mm, no, because we, we, uh, sometimes she would cover whenever, uh, the receptionist couldn't or I couldn't, or even then she would go back and forth because she was a manager for both locations. So she would go back and forth and so she would always try to keep an eye out for him or even ask the other girl to see if they've seen anything like that. But they, they said they never had, they, they said of other things like a, a lady and one of them said it was, they've seen a man, but not nothing like what i had described.
3: And are you i mean how how certain are you that the picture you saw matches the boy that you saw?
1: Oh, i'm pretty sure. 100% sure. I mean, it was i i told her about it and that same day she showed me the picture. That his face was still very vivid in my mind. And there was no way like for me to confuse it with something else for any any other little boy. I I mean, i didn't have anything else like i, I just it stayed it was just, it was just so weird that I couldn't like forget about it so easily.
2: Now, do you ever get uh premonitions or anything like that or, or thoughts of things that come true in the future?
1: Um, no, no, not myself. Um, the, the lady that I had spoke with, she did, she said, that, um, well, she was helping me with, uh, my dress. Cause that's why I was there with her. Um, She was telling me that I was going to get pregnant. And I was like, "Uh, yeah, no, there's no chance, lady, because I just had my period like two days ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and so, sure enough, um, like 15 days later, I don't know why, what I had to do. I think it was, oh, uh, I had been feeling a little bit sick, so I had gone to the doctor. And the doctor made me do a blood test. And so that was included in there. And they told me, oh, okay, so we figured out why you're sick. And I'm like, okay, well, what is it? And they had already given me some vitamins, so they thought I was going to be helpful with that. And they're like, you're pregnant. And I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> Whoa.
2: So the seamstress told you that you were going to be pregnant, and then two weeks later you were pregnant?
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. my gosh. I don't know how soon that goes. I don't know. That's, that was just too crazy. I, was, it, I don't even know how to explain it.
2: What's up, everyone? You just heard part one of Maria's episode. Make sure you tune in next Monday as Maria discusses her battle with the shadow people and the effect that that's had on her and her family. Till then, keep it spooky.